Welcome to Be Bit Wise, the only podcast where we drink the elixir of truth before every recording. So uh, get ready for some honesty to come out of our mouths today. This is episode two. This is Alondo. Hola, this is Beaven. I'm Jennifer. There you go. And like I said, this is ep- episode two. Um, so uh, we're going to, of course, start off with our little segment we always call What It Happened Was. And this is where I come up with some kind of weird and interesting news to talk about. Cockroach milk, it, and it's 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 not quite cockroach milk. Uh, this this go around. It's it's a little bit more uh, uh, subtle and uh, demure than that. But not as shocking. Not as shocking. But did you guys hear about my man uh, Cumberbatch? Oh, beating up these four guys who were trying to beat up on a bicycle delivery dude. No. I'm glad they weren't beating up on the ice cream man. And this is right near Baker Street, you know, which is, oh, of, course, God, the, of course, yeah, the address right. of uh, Sherlock Holmes. Okay, so him and his wife are in an Uber and driving around, and they see these four guys, you know, who just jumped on this uh, this delivery guy. And I can't remember. It's called Deliveroo, which that sounds really English, right? Deliveroo. That is, it sounds Australian more so. It, you know, actually it does, like didgeridoo and deliver. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so Deliveroo. So these guys were um jumped on his guy trying to beat him up he was just trying to do a delivery now deliveroo is kind of like uh our version of grubhub you uh-huh. know where you, yeah. Uber Eats. you can right. get different types of food from right different so places. if you like i want applebee's and they deliver applebee's to mm-hmm. you whatever so anyway so this guy was making delivery he sees the guy getting jumped he gets out the car um you know starts to try to attack these guys or you know like you know push them off and everything they tried to hit him and i guess he has like some kind of karate moves or something defended himself whoa then the driver jumps out and they helps he helps run out there and everything and he's barely recognizing that benedict cumberbatch was actually the guy in the back of the cab the whole time <laughs> or in the car and he jumps out he tries to defend him and the four guys run off wow so a fuber was attacked and protected by an uber do you get it? Yeah, yeah I got that. That was, that's a long way to go there, but <laughs> you were right there. So, Interesting. Look, m- my job is just to make sure that at uh, at my age, I can jump out Cumberbatch style and defend somebody. <laughs> so that's 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 my goal in life. But uh, so the guy who plays Doctor Strange and Sherlock is actually a true life superhero. Now. He is a true superhero. So wow, yeah, yeah, I will applaud Dr. the guy. Strange. Thank you, Doctor Strange Thank slash Doctor Sherlock Holmes. Well done, uh, sir. Yeah, so well done, this this guy. So uh, that's that's it, not as crazy and strange as what you typically hear. But since he did have the name Strange, strange. in one of his roles, I was like. Yeah, let's go ahead and throw that one in. So, that's pretty strange. That's that's your uh, weird tech news for uh, this this time. So that's your what it happened was, kind of yeah. So uh, that's that's the most geek nerd uh, uh, tangent I could put on that was that he plays Doctor Strange. Yeah. So. <laughs> Stand up and fight until you hear the bell. Stand toe to toe, trade blow for blow, and keep. Punching till you make your punches tell And show that crowd what you know So, alright, now this week um, You know, we, we always do the uh, the, the, the geek geek challenge uh, we, We're calling this segment, uh, Do You Even Geek, right? And so typically I do the, uh, you know, the card from the geek battle game, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we have a theme this week, which we do every week, and this one's about World Wide Web. So, I made a quiz. Oh, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. That's right. The pressure's so, on. The pressure is really on. So, um, get ready for this. All right. So, this week's quiz is about the World Wide Web. All right. So, um, I hope you guys are like ready for the challenge of that. Jen, are you ready? I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't mean much, though. It doesn't mean much. I'm sure you, you'll do fabulously. Okay, let's see. Let's see who's right. the geekiest among us. <laughs> well, challenge. I don't know if that's actually a badge of honor or not, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Now, you guys can't look at my screen and everything because I don't want you guys, you know, look cheating away, and stuff. No, no peeking. Well, it's probably too tiny for you guys to see anyway, but... All right, so question one. I want you guys to help I, help each other identify the top five languages spoken on the World Wide Web. Go, Beaven. One of them definitely has to be either Mandarin or Cantonese, because there's a big Chinese population. 
All right, so that's number two. Oh, English. Number two. English, English is, is number one. one. Uh-huh. Spanish. Spanish is number three. Farsi? No. Ah, uh, um, India. French. French, no. Indian, no. Oh, my goodness. So. German. Nope. So how many do we have? We have English. We have three. We have three. English, Spanish, and uh, Chinese. Chinese. Right. Japanese. Japanese is number four. Okay. Well okay. done. Oh, no. You mean I've gotten three of the four? What? <laughs> I am a geek. Do you even geek? I think oh, you do. I think I am. French. I'm a class. Cherry said French. Cherry said French. Oh, French and that is not right. No. Hold on. Can you give um, us a, like a ge- geographical location hint? Uh, sir. I'm Calling be, on a lifeline. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give you guys this hint and say it is one of the... I'm not sure if you guys know about um, the term used to describe... Uh, um, countries who are developing at a very rapid rate they're is called it the, arabic they're called the brick countries yeah. no it's not the arabic BRIC countries. the brick countries i will tell you that the r stands for russia the i stands for india the c stands for china if you guys can know what the b stands for and think about the language spoken by that b country b country yeah so think about a country that's growing fast in terms of technology and wealth. Portuguese. Portuguese is Brazilian. the fifth one. Yeah. Brazil. Well go. done. There, there you go. go. So, wow. wow. I didn't yep. realize it was that fast and developing. It is that, go Brazil. It is. Yeah. It's really, really developing quickly. So yep. nice. that's, 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 the, uh, that's the other thing. So that's the other fact for the, for the podcast is brick. Brick countries. Brick. Mm. All right. So well done. Now this one's tough, and I'm, if you guys can't get it, then you know we'll move on. But um, do you guys know who the top three web host providers are? Now this is when I say web host providers. I know we haven't gotten to the details of the podcast yet. These are the companies that will actually host your website for you. Mm-hmm. So mix. Like, Wait, what? Is Mix Mix. one of those companies? Mix. I haven't heard of Mix. No, that's not a host. That's where you can build build a website. Uh Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Like Wix Um, and stuff like that. Are you talking internationally or are you talking just nationally in the United States? This is in the world. wow. Now, I'm going to ask you some questions later and they're going to be like U.S. specific. Okay. But this is worldwide. Host. Host. Because originally I was going to say GoDaddy, but that's not worldwide. GoDaddy's number one. Is it? Whoa. GoDaddy, number one in the world. No yep. way. I so. just thought they were uh, national. Now, the other two you may may not know. AOL. Um, AOL. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows AOL. Who is that again? AOL. Kids are like, I never hey, heard of them. Believe it or not, Ever. I still have friends who use AOL accounts. So that's kind of like, what in the world? Is, are you serious? Yes. Still has raised her hand. That is my original email. It has 32,000 unread emails right now. Better get on it. My goodness gracious. I don't read them anymore. (laughs) Luckily, because her email address is so old, she's got no more new emails coming in, though. (laughs) (laughs) You could have got a publisher's clearinghouse, like, winning email. And you could have. Buried in that 32,000. Still sitting here on a teacher's salary. Oh, Oh, that's all right. We're going to get you a Gmail account one day. One day. <laughs> when things get crazy, That's I'll right. get a That's Gmail. Right. <laughs> All right, so so we're missing a couple others. We yeah. have GoDaddy. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and give you guys the number two because I don't think you're going to get that one. Oh, God. It's one in one. I don't know if you've ever seen those. Uh-uh. Yeah, anyway, that they and again, these guys are behind the scenes, but one in one is the number two largest uh, a website provider. Um, the third one is actually a company you have definitely all heard of, and you probably don't even think about them being web host providers. Hmm. They are typically known for retail. Retail? Think internet and retail. What would you think of? Internet and retail? Amazon. Amazon. No kidding. Amazon has built a huge infrastructure mm-hmm. of web server. What? Um, web server, uh, web provider services. And it's, I mean, it's enormous how big they've gotten. They're the number three provider of websites. But they don't have any host providers in the States. What do you mean? Do they? Yeah, they do. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So Shows they've actually how got, much I know. They've got quite a few farms, like, all over the place. I didn't realize how many were until I started researching into it. Hmm. All right. So now we're going to get into the history of websites and uh, the World Wide Web here in a little bit, but... I'm going to ask you guys, do you know what the first web browser was called? Oh, wait. 
I saw that. Uh, you go if you know that. No, I do not know that one. I'll give you guys a hint. You know, because it's like one of those this or that kind of things. You can get to the question to the okay. answer two ways. So you can either name it by that, or it's a term that can refer to a piece of art made from assemblage of small pieces of colored oh. glass, stone, or other materials. I know it now. What is it? It's mosaic. Mosaic. Yes, there you mosaic. go. Well done. Right. And for those who think, oh, mosaic, who cares? Mosaic. Um, the people who built that eventually created another browser called Netscape Navigator. And anybody who remembers oh, from the, yeah. the AOL days is going to remember <laughs> that Netscape Navigator at one point in time was a huge internet mm-hmm. browser. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that web browser eventually evolved, became part of the Mozilla Foundation. Ah. And mm-hmm. that is where Firefox, Firefox comes from. So if you're using Firefox, there's still, still some kernels of, of uh, Mosaic in that. Interesting. So just putting that out there. Do you remember the logo for Netscape? Wasn't it the capital it, N it with a, a capital compass? Capital N. And it was coming over, I think, a moon some or something. Some kind of horizon. It was like, okay, I don't yeah. know what it was. Yeah. It was a planet or something. I like remember. Was there a star in it too? I think I a think star so. in the background. At one point, the logo did have a star in it. So yeah, so. There's various versions. Of there that. you go. Showing our ages. <laughs> All right. Some people listening to this podcast probably weren't even born when Netscape now. Probably not. And that's great. That's the reason we're putting, this, we're putting this out, this podcast out, so that way you guys can uh, get caught up on all this history. <laughs> so, uh, all right. The largest ISPs, and we were talking earlier, you know, you were asking me uh, which internet service provider I use, even, mm-hmm. um, and I use uh, Verizon. So, um, what do you guys think are the largest internet service providers? Internet I will tell you that Verizon is on the list because we talked about that one earlier. It's number four. All right. And they have about 7 million customers. Oh, wow. All right. Cox Communications? Cox, Cox is number six. Uh-huh. Uh, number six. That is okay. uh, 4.8 million. AOL. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> AOL's number one. That's why I still use them. Okay. That's right. Internet service providers. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Xfinity, is that on there? No. Mm. No. I don't remember how far down they were. Wow. So we're not even breaking the top five yet, are we? Yeah. And the thing is, I'm going to tell you guys in just a couple seconds, because I'm going to tell you the names, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I've heard of them. But it's just not really popular in this area. Sure. So number one is Comcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew you guys would do that. That's in Blacksburg. My daughter used them at Virginia Tech. So they have 25 point eight million so again remember verizon i said seven million mm-hmm. they have 20 wow. so yeah. almost huge yeah charter which used to be known i think they at one point in time were known more for like phone service mm-hmm. but they switched over to internet a long time ago they have 23 million what um then at&t has 15 million then we have CenturyLink, which is i think more like uh pacific northwest in that area Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, don't quote me on that. I'm maybe misquoting that. But anyway, they um they have five point six million. Wow. So yeah. So we're very limited to our thinking about this. Yeah, you're thinking I'm just thinking Cox and Verizon. Well, we're very limited in this area to our mm-hmm. service providers too. So. Yeah, I think that's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, Cox so and Verizon. There's so many people that's I talk it. to who are like, I do not like using um comcast but it's the only option available to them mm-hmm. so it's like well what can you do they really can't do much more than that so all right the um last question i'm going to ask you guys is the top visited websites u.s websites all right so this means like you know not like uh we're not going to go with baidu which is like a uh, chinese one or um, one of those guys so these are just u.s websites all right and I will tell you guys this because I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if they're all clean. They're actually yeah, all clean. I, I was going to ask they're that They're all question. clean. <laughs> <laughs> they are all clean. That could definitely change our podcast. Most of them. Yes. Yeah, most of the websites that you think of that would be in that dirty category actually aren't hosted out of the U.S., believe hmm. it or not. So, all right. So top visited websites that are based in the U.S. Well, one of them, I think, has to be Amazon. That's Amazon right. is number seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Are oh, any of goodness. them news networks like cnn mm, no or fox no okay no wow okay uh apple or no. itunes no cars.com cars.com <laughs> nice. random i would say i would say think about websites that you would probably visit every day either for oh, weather.com 
Aha, yes. Weather.com, not what? one. What? Not one. The so. Weather Station, Weather Channel. Craigslist? Uh, no, no, Craigslist, no. <laughs> I, you guys are missing some really yeah, obvious ones, yeah, too. Yeah, we're getting stumped on this. Goodness. This is, think I'm, about... Oh, Waze. Nope. No? <laughs> no, not, not that one. Facebook. Facebook is number three. Twitter. All right. Twitter is number eight. Instagram. Instagram's number nine. Uh, you guys are going to hang Snapchat. out now. Snapchat is not on the list. No, no. kidding. Okay. Hmm. Funny, interesting. You guys we have not gotten one listeners. in two. You guys haven't gotten number if one in number two. BeBitWise.com. Yeah, right. number one. <laughs> it's number 11, no. <laughs> Goodness. All right. So, so weather. Um, what about WebMD? WebMD, no. And you are like, always looking at their house. Right. If you, if you ESPN? Do, yeah. ESPN and no. Sports, like Ticketmaster or anything no. like that, StubHubs. No. Wow. What are we missing? Hmm. So we looked at health. We mm-hmm. looked health at Health and shopping vehicles. on vehicles. Mm-hmm. My neighbor Spotify. always... Spotify. Spotify. Any kind Pandora. of like listening, yeah. Pandora, no. What? No. Nope. A... I'm just trying to think of, yeah, how many people are logging on and listening or doing stuff. If you want to find something... Google. Google. Number one. God darn. I always feel like I don't want to say Google, though, because it's such, just, it's almost it's, like a cliche now. Yeah, right. but it's, it's everything. Right. You Google it. Yeah, but you just, still. It's a verb. It's uh-huh. huge. It's not even a noun anymore. Gotta Google it. Wow. Um, an affiliation of Google that provides video is. YouTube. 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 Number two. My Number goodness. two. Wow. Well, we missed, how did we miss that? My students are always in trouble for going on YouTube in class. <laughs> See, like, there you go. Cut it off. <laughs> and then, speaking of students, if you're trying to find information about something, um, some particular topic, Wikipedia. like Wikipedia, mm-hmm. that's number four. I just always so, steer them away from that because they say there's a lot of false information. There's a lot of on false there. information. That's reason it, yeah. I, I will put out the uh, my standard statement. I put everybody the caveat and say there's great information on Wikipedia. That doesn't mean go there and quote it. It means go there and look at the references they mm-hmm. have at the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I do. Right. I'm like, okay, they say something. Let me look at your reference. Let me check that reference myself. And then once I've confirmed that's okay then I use it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't try to just reliable. Yeah, I just don't try to use what I just see on <laughs> Wikipedia. So I know right. there's another one and I'm I don't know why I'm drawing a blank today. Probably the elixir earlier. Oh yeah, the the the, the, the serum of the truth. Elixir. The truth serum, serum of truth and yes. right. yes right. Fuzzed my mind. <laughs> Fuzzed your head up. There you go. Um what are we missing it's here? Where you go in, it's almost like a silent auction of sorts. Where you go, eBay. Okay, so eBay, not no, not one of the top ten. I actually listed it down to. Okay, actually, eBay was eighteen. Wow. Yeah, so they're a little further down. So can we say again who we have? Yeah, what what are we? All right. So number one, you got Google. Number two, YouTube. Number three, Facebook. Number four, Wikipedia. You haven't got number five. Okay. And this. This site calls itself the front page of the internet. And then you mm-hmm. haven't got number six, which is a a service that provides email and news and um, video and all kinds of other things. Seven you got, which is Amazon. Eight you got Twitter. Nine you got Instagram. And ten you probably won't get us Windows Live. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I. So the front page is that page New York Times? No, yeah. nope. It's a it's a site that you go to for a little bit of anything and everything. Google. <laughs> Again. Not, not quite. I'll give you. I'll I'm give always you, on Google. I'll tell you guys number five is uh, Reddit. Oh. Yeah, they call I themselves rarely, the front page of the internet. rarely go on there. But oh, really? Yes, I go on there constantly. Rarely. That's how I get all my, a lot of my information. Mm. And then number six, um, the competitor to Google. Again, they provide all kinds of information, news, sports, information yahoo, yahoo. there you, you go that's it and for children yahoo legends <laughs> yahoo legends that's a cool one there's still a lot of people though that like rely on yahoo mm-hmm. that's the reason why you know when they went into bankruptcy and stuff people were like wow you have like the most you know one of the most heavily trafficked sites in the world and you still can't quite monetize that so yeah interesting mm-hmm. yep 
So that is your top visited websites in the U.S. And again, like I say, all the uh, the bad sites and stuff, they seem to be hosted outside. So I don't have to really augment my, my quiz much for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was worried about that. Worried I was about like, that. no, I want to. Top 10. I, I don't want to be explicit. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Number eight is beep. No, we don't have to do any of that. <laughs> so, all right. Well, so you guys do geek. You guys did pretty good um, on that. I can see why you might forget some of that stuff because it's like if, if you don't go to those sites often yourself, you're like what, what? I, I don't go to that like reddit for example if you don't go to reddit you don't think about it so mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. understand that so um all right moving on having finished up our uh, geek trivia now we're um well you know right now it's springtime right i mean we're like a few weeks away from from summer officially i think June 20th or 21st is and the first And it's only 98 degrees outside. Oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> probably. humidity level of she 200%. Just, it says it's 78 degrees. Nice try. Well, today. <laughs> today, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She just likes to reference boy bands. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, with the nice weather, all the creepy crawlies come out. And, uh, you know, we, we, we have to fight all that stuff. And uh, But we want to talk about another type of creepy crawly web thing and that is the world wide web all right um this this uh, episode we're gonna get all geeky and we're gonna talk about what a tangled web is out there i'm gonna give you guys just some general background about the World Wide Web. Now, there's a lot of people who get the concepts of the World Wide Web and the Internet confused. And so hopefully this gives like a little bit of a differentiation between, you know, what one means versus the other. Um, like people will tell you the uh, Internet in its, uh, I guess, its earliest incarnation uh, was around uh, back in the 1960s. Actually, 1969, I believe, is when um, ARPANET created the first versions of the Internet. Um, and at the time, it Nerd. was... I know. <laughs> Don't even I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and just claim it, claim it, wear it like a shirt, badge wear of honor. Like That's, right. Shirt. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Um, and at the time, only um, universities, research organizations, and government entities could have access to it. And they actually had to have a line created between their two facilities. So you can imagine, it's not like anybody could just jump onto it. It's like, hey, let's create a line of communication between university over here and research entity over here so um again it was it was very private um the public at the time used these things called bulletin boards now anybody who's seen um war games you know that matthew mm-hmm. broderick game was who was the lady that started that with him was it ali sheedy no it doesn't sound right anyway i cannot I remember, remember. The lady. i cannot remember the lady that started that with them and every time he wanted to connect to that government computer he had to put his phone on the little modem and then he would dial into that computer that's how bulletin boards worked back in the day so you could only communicate with with one other computer and would you know give you some information back all right then of course eventually they created um additional ways to get onto the internet and people stopped accessing um these bulletin boards to get onto the internet and all these other computers and it was convenient because then it's like once i get on i can talk to all these other computers instead of just talking to the one computer I dialed mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like being able to um, to get on group messaging, um, you know, with or text. It's like, well, yeah, I could text Jen directly, I could text Bevan directly, but now we can text at the same time and communicate through group. Um, so that was the advantage of the internet. And at the time, uh, Tim Berners-Lee, which everybody refers to as like the father of the World Wide Web, he came with this idea about how you could get to other computers because for me to know how to get to Jen's computer, I had to know her computer's address. And I had to know Beaven's computer's address. And it was really annoying. Every computer actually gets a number assigned to it. Mm-hmm. The same way you guys find my address by going to 123 Main Street, you'd have to know what that address is. But once they got the idea of these, um, they call them domain name services, mm-hmm. they would convert the name of your computer, the number for your computer into a name that was easy, like google.com. Um, and so once they got that set up, Tim Berners-Lee was like, you know, there should be a way that we can just hyperlink to stuff too. I don't even, I don't want to even remember google.com. I want to be able to say, Hey, there's a dog video here and you click on it and it takes you to a dog video. Yes. So the idea of this, um, hypertext, 
um, uh, is what he he wanted to kind of flesh out. Now the term hypertext had already existed, but he was like, I want to set it up where you can be in a document, you can click a link, and it takes you to the next computer where you get more information that you want. And actually, the first hypertext he cre uh, hypertext document he created was a document that described how to do hypertexting. So it was basically self self-referential and it was just like hey this is how you use the technology you're using right now that kind of thing interesting so uh yeah so he put that together and that was um back in 1985 i believe it was no no sorry 1985 is when they did uh, dns he did that in 1991 okay um so he put that all together got the proof of concept together and people just loved the idea of just clicking on something and going somewhere because it took all of this really mundane task of having to look up computer names and numbers and stuff and just being able to click on something and just your computer would just translate it say oh you mean address 123 main street and it would take you to that computer mm -hmm. um and so like i say it just took off so and the statistics i have is that in june of 1993 there were 130 websites I'll make sure I, one crazy. three zero like no like comma Not and more zeros yeah, or, no yeah. <laughs> 130 wow. all right three years later january of 1996 there was 100,000 websites and by latest estimates that i had there are 1.5 active 1.5 billion websites out there i'm sorry i'm sorry i meant to say 1.5 billion that exist 200 million being active now those were statistics i had from i think it was like four or five years ago i don't have the latest and greatest numbers i think even you might have those numbers uh that you might be talking about here in a little bit yep um but that's the difference between the world wide web is oh, sorry that's me um the difference between the world wide web is that the the web is all the content that you see out there so that's um, all the websites you can go to. The internet is the way you connect to each other. Right. Okay. So using my whole address analogy again, the internet would be the equivalent of the streets you drive up and down every day. The World Wide Web is are all the houses and stores and businesses yeah. you can go to. Okay. So your communities. Right. So your mm -hmm. communities, your content, the mm -hmm. people you actually mm -hmm. want to talk to. So, um, so that's just the differentiation between those two things. Now, when you type in um, a, a website, for example, on the uh, you know, when you go to your browser, and by the way, we had the of course in the quiz the the uh, the first browser was uh was called Mosaic. Mosaic. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, when you type in on your uh, browser, you type in um, HTTP, which mm -hmm. means Hypertext Transfer Perfect. Protocol, which basically means you're using a technology that Tim Berners Lee came up with. And then it's got a colon and a slash slash, which is actually technology that he borrowed from uh, Unix, which was like kind of a precursor to Linux. It's an operating system. Nerd. Um, Nerd. Hey, I was I'm, getting <laughs> it. was about to come out. I'm going to put that out there. But I want to make sure I always explain everything just so that way, even if you don't understand it, we're going to talk about it in a later episode. So at least you've heard the, uh, the, the term before. But, you know, you'll type in www, which basically means World Wide Web, Web. right? Mm -hmm. And then you put dot, and then the next thing you type in is the name of the computer you're going to. Mm -hmm. So you type in google.com. That means you're going to Google's web server, okay? And then sometimes you have slashes that you can put in after that. Um, those slashes just basically mean I'm going to this directory on the computer. And then sometimes if you look in your browser, it'll say like, index.html which means a specific file you're going to usually you don't have to type all that stuff in because it'll default and just take you to the file it wants you to go to um, but anyway i wanted to break that down just so you understand that's what that means when you go to amazon.com you're going to amazon's computer when you go to bbitwise.com you're going to our computer which we have called bbitwise and in the background, it's actually got a number system that goes with it that I'm not going to ask any of you to remember, but it's easier to remember, bbitwise.com. You type that in, and it takes you to our numbered computer. So mm -hmm. we are, it was 1.5 billion? 1.5, by my... And one. And one. Bbitwise is the that, and oh, one. Is. <laughs> because you, if you didn't know, it was actually rounded off exactly to 1.5 billion. <laughs> we added it and we we're like yeah we're the ones that put we're you over <laughs> that's right <laughs> we won that's it so um i have a quote here from uh tim berners lee um by the way uh, we, i will call him um sir tim berners lee because he was knighted um by the, the queen of england sir lee that's right sir lee um and he said in this quote 
why do you keep saying everything is so simple? Um, he, of course, he's responding to a question someone else asked him. Well, because it is basically, no, honestly, I want, to, I want you to know that you too can make new programs which create new fun ways of using computers and using the internet. I want you to realize that if you can imagine a computer doing something, you can program a computer to do that. Unbounded opportunity limited only by your imagination and i feel like this is really really true with the day and age we're in yes if you can mm-hmm. imagine it you can make it happen and that's exactly what he did um and the other little bit of a tidbit of information i'll give you guys is that um his parents both worked on one of the first commercial computers um and we'll talk about that in a later episode as well but um so he comes from some uh, computer techie uh, pedigree um, and the first names for the World Wide Web that they came up with, one was Information Mesh, another one was the Information Mine, and the other one was the Mine of Information. You see, you got really inventive <laughs> on those last two, basically just mixing words it's around. Twisted mind. Um, yeah, so uh, anyway, but that's that's um, that's the, basically the birth of the World Wide Web. So, the Mine um, of Information sounds like something that would be in Lord of the Rings. You know, now that you say Let that... Let us go to the Mine yeah. of Information. Actually, I could see that in Harry Potter, though, too. Ah, you know, something yes. like that, too. So, uh-huh. yeah, Mine of Information. Someone's probably using it for something else nowadays. So, but, yeah, <laughs> so, so that's the background on the World Wide Web. So. so I wanted to think about what the Internet and the Web have given us over time and as the web gave us a step above what the internet had to offer the internet giving us email addresses and then the world wide web we get actual websites and database of more information than we could ever imagine possible so we over time have become so enthralled by these gizmos and gadgets and devices that we don't even think too much about how has this technology made me so savvy So I came up with a list of some unique ways that the invention of the web has changed us. And I got this off the Washington Post. Okay. It first talked about how multitasking has taken on a whole new level with all the different tabs and sites we can visit on our Mm -hmm. smartphones. It's endless. Think about all the time you spend just as you were talking earlier about some things. I was looking on my phone, you know, immediately getting that multitasking. (laughs) Right, right. Listening to you, thinking about the elixir, finding these websites (laughs) that you were asking about. The truth serum. (laughs) But then from that comes that neurologists have found that the website-based multitasking is wiring our brains differently Mm -hmm. and making us a little less productive. So while multitasking has grown, we're actually coming out to be a little less productive. Really? Right. Interesting. You Mm -hmm. kind of see that when you're walking around, say, a big city or anything. Most Mm -hmm. people are leaning down, looking at their cell phones, looking at what information is on their screen. But... At the same time, they're really not paying attention to what they're doing. So you see a ton of internet videos out there where people are just looking at their phones and running into fountains or oh, yeah. running into doors I and not those. really seeing what's going on around them. So I can kind of understand why, yeah, multitasking can be sure. somewhat dangerous. Mm-hmm. It is dangerous. If not distracting. Right. In fact, recently I had to answer a question about insurance and it was, do you text and walk? Mm. Because on you're at risk insurance. for being run over by a, by a car. car. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. True story. I've, wow. I've seen, think Target, just Target. Everyone goes to Target. Yep. People are trying to cross and go into Target on their phones mm-hmm. while you're trying to park. Uh-huh. I've seen it yep. multiple times. Yeah. I don't go to Target often. I feel like that just happens everywhere, though. I mean, I, can, everywhere. I would say the grocery store, Walmart, anything. I feel like I see people just doing oh that. They just, they just dart out in front of traffic. Yep. They don't care. So. so I hope the less productive doesn't mean because we're losing our lives while we're texting. Please, no, yeah. <laughs> um, it also talked about how dead time doesn't really exist anymore. No mm-hmm. pun intended there. Um, it mentioned if you're on the subway or in line at the grocery Most store. Most morbid segue ever. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, you did talk about a web. Um, that one survey found that at least 40% of people are on their smartphones while they're waiting in line mm-hmm. and they might even use their smartphone in the bathroom but i feel like 40 percent is low that's in the bathroom. a really good point i mean i just can't sit and be idle right nowadays you just want to be reading mm-hmm. yeah i need to be on something. something on face almost feel like i'm Twitter. yeah like i'm wasting time right, right. <laughs> snapchat <laughs> huh. um 
this is an interesting thing that I wasn't really surprised about, but it came out of what I was researching, that we are now our own doctors. Mm. I like the beginning of this, not so much the end of this, but it's believed that 72% of internet users turn to the web for health information. I'm guilty. Yeah. But 50% of our doctors do the same. So if they leave what? the room, what? What? let me go check on something. No. They're probably researching online. Mind blown. But then if you think about it, years ago, they would have gone to a manual. Let yeah. me flip through. So right. it really isn't any different. It's just a little, it feels a little unnerving because of all the unreliable information as long there. as they're going to a specific web that's yeah. created just for doctors Not i'm good wiki. with it if they're going to, if they're yeah. going to webmd <laughs> right, they're going to come back in and be like so you have cancer <laughs> like, i just wanted to get my sprained ankle fixed you know? i knew that already because i saw it last night when i couldn't sleep but that's the danger of looking up your own symptoms oh so you're gosh. going on the webmd and trying yeah. to find out yeah if you have like a, a, a hacking cough or something you're thinking Oh, yeah, it diagnoses you with lung cancer. Right. Like, oh, my gosh. Right. I can't go on that thing. It's just, always no just... No way. It's, it's extra. Whatever the, worst, the, whatever the worst is on there, that's, that's what's going to come up extra. first, right? But that's the most fascinating thing, too, because when I go to my doctor as well, she's on her laptop looking up, oh, okay, yeah, it seems like with all the symptoms that you have, and she's not going on WebMD, by the way, she's not... She's Are you up. sure? Uh-huh. It's, I can see her screen. It's a database. <laughs> on, <just> yeah. <laughs> she's going to I web, hope not. She's going to webmd.darkweb is what <laughs> yeah. she's going to. And oh, she can wow. better better diagnose what I have. So that 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 is right. Convenient. She's on WebMD. Poor Beaven. Hey. But you know what? Hey, look. I would rather them look that up than I remember years ago. I used to think all doctors were quacks because I was like, I've never had a doctor come up to me when I've you know, told him I have like some ailment or something and then admit to me to say, I'm not quite sure what's going on with you. And that always made me feel uncomfortable, especially when I was dealing with migraines when I was a kid and they couldn't quite figure out what it was. It took them mm-hmm. years to figure right. out I was you know, suffering from migraines. They never came back to me and said, oh, we don't know what it is. They just like, oh, try this thing. And I was like, Oh, I'm I'm your guinea pig. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Yep. So I would much rather them go to, to check the website and come back than to be like, try this. Let us know if it kills you. Try <laughs> this roach milk. You'll be better That's tomorrow. Right. That's right. This cockroach milk will fix everything for you. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is my favorite. Anyone in the world can become instantly famous for things that don't seem quite so remarkable. What are you talking about? Uh, well, no. just like Kimberly Sweet Brown's interview when she escaped the fire in that apartment building and she said ain't nobody got time for that yes right (laughs) over 67 million times has that video been viewed yeah yeah ain't nobody got time for that and she actually well they did have time for that obviously they had time for that (laughs) it's time for miss sweet brown Uh uh-huh I just love like this, that quote. Just like they say, everybody gets their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so. Is this ours? No. 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 Okay. no we just started. Come on <laughs> no, now. We're just it's starting. to be 15 years of fame. That's right. <laughs> then we have our watches, our smart watches. They've taken over and they're actually used to track health and fitness information more and more. And watches have kind of turned into a fashion statement. Mm-hmm. So who? Are, what are we all wearing? I can see Alondo's wearing. Yeah, a, a I took Apple mine watch. off today. Yeah, I wear but, Apple Watch. Yeah, Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Okay. Apple but Watch. I, but I am into fitness. But I and I also got, got to admit though, I do like the fact that the information comes up on my watch, mm-hmm. and it's not like as rude as if I pull my phone out. Exactly. I always felt like that was really rude. Like if you're talking to me and I pull my phone out, type the password in, and I'm looking yep. at something, yep. it's really obvious that I have mm-hmm. like made that yes. my point of attention yep. versus with the watch i can like flip it up and it gives me like the first couple of lines of my last email oh. exactly and it's like it's a lot less you know inobtrusive so it's like oh well real quick okay i'm done and right. you know, I'm back to the conversation yep um because i mean we've always looked at our watches just look at the time or something so i figure it's a lot you know, it's a subtle rude. way to be rude yeah <laughs> it's like i'm 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 on that rude light, you know, uh, not, there rude, we go. not rude max, rude light. And I'm like, okay, you're just enough. That's right. So. Well, we were talking about languages earlier. So yeah. it's reported there's about 7,700 languages worldwide and only 5%, which goes back to our geeky question, have migrated to the World Wide Web. Um, yeah. Some scholars believe the other 95% will eventually die out in the next 100 years. It's pretty sad. I have heard that too. Very that telling sad. though. That wow. is so sad. How powerful the World Wide Web yeah. really is to take away languages. Mm. Um, the list goes on and on, of course, but I wanted us to think about how the web has changed us. 
But we do sleep a little less because of it. Mm -hmm. We might work a little less based on productivity. Mm -hmm. Some of us relax less because of the stress that it can bring into our lives. How great. Yep. Um, But I see that we socialize more in a more, you know, format online, those types of of websites. And we format, and we also interact with people that aren't right up the street from us, too. Exactly. Yeah, meet more people. Yeah, we we break down, uh, I'm sorry, break out of our typically assigned communities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, where it's like, if I was, if I was not on the internet, or on the World Wide Web, I would just be hanging out with, Mm -hmm. you know, the people in my neighborhood, or the people in Newport News. Yep. You know, well, that's where I'm based out of. And, you know, instead of, like, going everywhere else around the world and, like, being able to communicate with people who are, like, in... I mean, I know some people in France. I know some people in Russia. I know some exactly. people other places because I've mm-hmm. had that accessibility. I would have never been able to communicate with them before that, mm-hmm. before now, that way. So I can see that. Yeah, it makes well, sense. and this came up in conversation with my husband and I about two weeks ago when we were at my daughter's graduation in college. But... We started thinking of Uber and how we now engage in glorified hitchhiking and how that's just interesting to think like our generation, our kids are actually calling a stranger to their address to Mm -hmm. pick them up. Right, right, right. When Mm -hmm. you think about that from a parent's point of view, and then we thrive on sharing our location. Exactly. Yeah. So we're telling everyone where we are, what time mm-hmm. we're there, and then we're calling strangers. And I use Uber. I love Uber, but yep. we actually hitchhike in a glorified way. It just kind of changed the way that I've we do and say and see things. Um, but I wanted to come back to what you mentioned earlier um, from the quote that anyone can actually build their own website with simple directions. There is a website <laughs> I found on Wix.com mm-hmm. that can actually mm-hmm. encourage you to build your own website. Um, pretty simple, four directions, very easy steps anyone can follow. So hmm. what a tangled life we're leading through this World Wide Web. Wow. Yeah. Good um, stuff. I, I kind of curse Wix.com because originally oh. I was a web designer and Wix kind of took my business oh, away. Oh, no. When I really? Had... Sorry, Beaven, no I didn't kidding. know. <laughs> That's so, something you should have told me. In no, our, no, you know, no. It's I'm good to have kidding. those discussions. I mean, Wix, Wix.com basically... and. I, I shouldn't be admitting this too. I actually used that to make my own website because I was stretched for time and I couldn't design it myself. It but, looked pretty simple. Yeah, it's it's a matter of it, having a technology like that at your fingertips, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. At times, can be dangerous, but at the same time, you can. It also empowers people. So right. that website I put together with Wix took me probably an hour mm-hmm. to just put all that information out. Whereas if I had to code that all myself, it probably have, would have taken me about a week or so just mm-hmm. to get everything together and have it programmed and i'm not a programmer i would have to get somebody outsource it get them to program that whole thing and then i could put it up online mm-hmm. right right but yeah i mean it's definitely how technology has changed us as people and i always have discussions because i'm a digital media manager for my job and i manage the social media aspect of my company mm-hmm. but you see so much negativity on there but at the same time like alondo was speaking of you connect with people that really you never would have connected with before. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have cousins that are live in Australia that I barely see maybe once every 10, 15 years. Right. But the fact that I can see them on Facebook and what they're doing, their special events, they're getting married. It's like, right. this is amazing. Whereas before I'd have to write them a letter, wait mm-hmm. a couple of months for them to come back to me. And now it's all instantaneous. So good and bad things with technology. But yeah. I think for the most part, it leans towards the good. Absolutely. Yes, I think so. If it's used properly, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So funny enough, my little side side story is um, I went to my high school graduation uh, reunion. uh, Sorry, high school reunion um, years ago, first one, and I remember that first one. They um, had this uh, alumni directory that they put out, Mm -hmm. and so they were trying to sell these things to everybody. And I'm looking at the guy, and I was like. You know your business is going to be you're going to be out of business really soon. I was like because Facebook had just around it. This is uh, 2006. Okay. So Facebook, Facebook and MySpace yeah. and stuff like that was already kind of coming mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, no one's going to put their information in that book mm-hmm. when they have the ability to already connect with everybody over the right. internet. It's like, yep. well, why am I going to bother in this book and try to get it all, you know? updated addresses and stuff i went ahead and bought one half of the addresses were wrong oh my god well yeah you can't update them <laughs> the phone numbers were incorrect the the names were misspelled mm-hmm. there's all kinds of issues and then there were some people i was like i don't even know who this is 
because they had their married names, oh. not their maiden names in there. You can see all these issues that were, were going on with that. So I was like, well, you're going to be out of business soon. And there weren't you know? pictures probably <laughs> no of pictures, everyone. No pictures. So you don't remember. But if there was a picture, it would probably be in their student picture from back in high that school. That reminds me of classmates.com. Oh, remember I that? About that? That was before oh, Facebook. Oh, man, yes. that's right. That Classmates. felt creepy, though. I remember that feeling a little creepy. I was like, I don't know that I want everyone knowing know where I'm at. On. But then Facebook, but now Facebook came Facebook. on. Yeah, and it was like, exactly. yeah, here's where I am. Let me share my location and call an Uber to <laughs> I come can pick see me that. up. I can see your, your, your viewpoint on that. Because, I mean, when I got into, I remember when I put my information on classmates.com, MySpace was already out there. Mm-hmm. And I had already been on things like Prodigy and some other, like, pre-internet stuff (laughs) pre-internet stuff (laughs) so i mean i was already used to putting my information out there and i was like "Eh, it's not they're gonna you know fly up here to like i was at the time i said odu fly up here to odu and like you know try and come like get me or something so i was like i'm not worried about it um but yeah looking back on it i can see if you had not already been exposed to something like that that could be creepy. That's where the yeah. high school stalker comes out. There you go. Yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, I'll that's never right. see them again. <laughs> I see you like Taco Last Bell now, Taco. Jen. How's that? <laughs> How was that burrito? And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Hold on a second. How do you know it was a Taco Bell? How do you know it was Taco Bell and a burrito? <laughs> They're like, oh, that's right. It was a chalupa. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I just got like a chill down my back. <laughs> <laughs> you sure it's not the back pain? <laughs> yeah, it's still that okay. too. <laughs> too right. funny so right. now we're going to switch gears a little bit and yep, talk yep. about and, and get this out of the way already so start calling me nerd now i know that's what i was about to say <laughs> say it just say you're it. so good at it <laughs> so i told you we're gonna get that uh that sound clip of ogre from revenge of the nerd. nerds and we're gonna just like i'm gonna splice it yes. in and say nerd you Go gotta ahead. do it man i'm gonna work on that i'm gonna work on that so if you haven't read my bio on our bitwise website uh one of my major duties as uh in my company that i work for is uh, digital media and traffic manager so what that basically entails is i'm on social media a lot facebook twitter but i also manage our website and a lot of that website stuff is there's there's a set of rules called website standards that i'm going to talk a little bit about that a lot of websites out there to my dismay do not use and it's it's Part of the programming side of things that kind of kind of has to keep things neat and tidy all the time with doing programming, mm-hmm. but it's a matter of. And I'm, see now I'm just. Is it Beavens Common Core? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't start this. No, no this but was, you this have wasn't this my thing. Perimeter that should be followed. But there's parameters that people should follow when you start creating websites, and I think Wix does a great job of doing that. When you start building your own website in Wix, mm-hmm. their code is pretty good you start building a website say in windows oh my god the coding in there to kind of decipher that stuff when i have to go into it is is just insane mm-hmm. mm. but we're calling this segment beaven's rants <laughs> beaven's rants why not that's right go beaven go i can feel the passion that's so you, right you talk about having the website the world wide web right now has about 1.5 billion mm-hmm. websites yeah yeah well according to this specific website that Worldwide Web Statistics, there are 4.52 billion pages Whoa. out there right now. Pages. And this was checked great. today. That to, we're able to access. That right, you're right, able right. to access. Not to mention right, right. the ones we can't. The dark web stuff. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's another that's topic that we right. explore. That's where Beavis Doctor goes. The dark web. <laughs> the underground web. The underground right. web. The, the underground web. All right. So writing this code is, is kind of crucial to folks. So if... Say for one instance, I leave my job and go to another one. Somebody behind me is going to have to monitor and maintain this website for me. Mm-hmm. So it behooves us as programmers and designers to keep the place clean for them. Right. That's why there's these web standards that have been formulated by the World Wide Web Consortium, which oh. you talked about uh, briefly. World Wide Web, uh, W3C is what they're called. And do you know who runs that? Tim Berners Lee. Tim Berners Lee. Yeah. Yes. Right. Sir Lee. Sir Lee. Sir Lee. That's right. Yeah. So not S U R L Y. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so now you just lost my train of thought there. Huh? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I'm look at the notes here. So basically, what everybody uses on the web is this code called HTML. 
you know, basically that's how do you write code and how you write specific passages on online. But there's also XHTML and scalable vector graphics, which should go on the website. And Wix is, does a perfect job of doing all that stuff, maintaining that. And then along that, there's style sheets, which as you can see, if you go to different websites, there are pages that have different fonts, different sizes, different size graphics, all those little nuances of different websites that you enjoy are coded by these things called style sheets that make them consistent throughout the website. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, you got to say something. No, my oh. hand hit something. Oh. <laughs> but along with that, um, something that a lot of websites now to be, need to be more cognizant of is this thing called 508 compliance, which basically is for folks who are um, blind mm -hmm. or deaf mm -hmm. that can help them assist in quote, looking at the website. Right. So it's important to have that kind of coding in your specific website. So if folks can't see what you're look what they're looking at, it can actually describe for them, hey, this is what you're looking at, right? Man looking at a piece of newspaper or man looking at the web. That kind of thing, I think, is still in its infancy stages, but it's something that is important for folks going forward when you Absolutely. create websites. Yep. So that you are being more inclusive to folks who don't have those same abilities as a, a lot of people do. Right, right. Um, and then, now let me go around here. That's it for me. But okay. the big thing with me as well that I want to mention is um, the global statistics. And before we came about, before we came online talking about this podcast, was just the number of people that are using the web and the browsers that they use. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of folks, well, I don't know if you folks have looked at the notes. Don't look at them right now. I'm going to ask you a oh, question. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, okay. What is the... Another quiz. Yes, I'm going to give you a quiz now. Quiz what, bowl. What are the top web browsers out top there? Web browsers. How many? Uh, how many are we looking at? Five. Top five. five? Top five web browsers. Top five. I would be cheating if browsers. I played. Because okay. I'm following you. Oh, oh no. man! All right. Well, Let's yeah. see if Alondo can guess the top five. Pressure is on. Do you really geek, Alondo? Do, do I really geek? Yes. All right. So I'm going to say. Do I have to say these in order? No, I can. Okay. If you call out one, I can okay. tell you. So, IE, Internet Explorer. IE, the current model is number five. Okay. Only 2.81. Thank wow. you. Thank wow. You, That's mm -hmm. much lower Isn't than I thought it would shocking? be. Yeah. Okay. It's phasing out. It's going to um, be number six next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. By the way, as a web designer, I absolutely despise IE because coding for me in IE is vastly different from Chrome or Firefox, or any of the other browsers. So you just gave away two. So I'm going to say Chrome oh, and yeah. Firefox. <laughs> <laughs> but which versions of Chrome and which versions of Oh, I have of to Firefox? say the versions? <laughs> oh, man. I... And what, okay, since I gave those away, too, what numbers are they? Are they up to? Oh, wow. Now, this is no, you, really... No, okay. Because the versions are going to be a little bit harder. What, yeah, what versions place are they in the one to oh, five category? Oh, got That's you. That's what I'm trying okay. to say. Where's so, Firefox located? I think Firefox is number two now and Chrome is number one. Chrome is, a version of Chrome is number one right now. Yeah. Chrome um, 65 to be exact. And geez. that's at 29.36%. Wow. And this like is worldwide. That yeah. is insane. And these guys came out of nowhere, it seemed like, and just mm -hmm. took over everything. So you got Chrome... Let's see. Then I see Firefox is two. That's my guess. Firefox is actually number four. Number four. Firefox number 59. Version 59 is 3.7%. Gotcha. All so right. you're missing the two so, and three. So I'm going to say Safari's in there somewhere. Yes, number Bingo. two. So Safari's got to be high because it's used for all Apple devices. Mm -hmm. um, so that would include your... Uh, iPads, iPhones, Which everything. Which surprises so. me that it's number two simply because everyone's on their Apple. Yeah, Apple I don't device. Know. I but, just, but yeah. I mean, but if you think about it, anytime you type in a, a link on your Apple device, it's launching Safari, whether or not you know it yeah, or not, so unless you put another two. browser on there. Yeah. So I'm not surprised because there's a lot of people who just don't want to install another browser. Well, yeah. so they just accept the default that's already in there. So I could. True. I'm I'm shocked it beats Firefox, but I'm not super super surprised i guess you know so so safari's version 11 right, so we is had 11.08 percent so we got uh so i said uh chrome's number one mm -hmm. we said safari's two yep i'm missing three we yep. said four is firefox five is ie mm -hmm. is that right mm -hmm. um so let's see number three uh 
I'm sure it's not opera. It's not opera's not. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's not that popular. No. Mm, number three. It's another one that. You it's just one you've mentioned. already mentioned. Edge. Just another version. Yep. Is it Edge? Nope. Oh, it's not Edge. Edge okay. Is not even on one there. of the four. One of the another four. version. Another yep. version of one of the ones I've already mentioned. Yeah, yep. just another version. Uh, what? Well, it's not the other Mozilla version, the Mozilla browser, is it? Which it's not is, Firefox, or No, what's the other Mozilla one called? Uh, I can't remember the name. It's, I'll look it up later, <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that thing. And I'll be like, get my nerd cred back. So I, this one... I don't know. Are you stumped? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to feel like I'm stumped right now. Okay. Like, number one was Chrome 65. Number three is Chrome 66. Oh, okay. So, so as so a web designer, Bevan, what's the difference in 65 and 66? Because there's a huge difference in how many people... Well, Use 66 them. looks like it's more more of the recent version, so they're still dealing with a lot of bugs in the system. Okay. Whereas 65 is a little more stable, so I think that's probably why that is shares has a bigger share than 66 right now. Okay. I'm sure in a couple of months when 66 balances out a little bit and it's more programmer and coder friendly, it'll probably surpass 65 oh. eventually. Uh, and Good just point. so we can go back, because um, there's a couple acronyms you stated that you didn't give definitions for. Oh, uh, yes. One was HTML. HTML, and I think that stands for that, I think. Why am I saying this? I'm a You know you know what it means. Hypertext markup language, which Alondo did mention before with uh, Sir Tim Berners-Lee. Right. Regarding his uh, uh, language with writing website pages. Yep. And then the other one you mentioned was XHTML. Which is extensible hypertext markup language. It's kind of an extension of HTML, but it has a little bit more dynamism with it. Yep. I just make sure we always, you know, define everything. And again, we, we may get into more details about it later on in future episodes and stuff, but we always make sure we define the technology that we They uh, may talk get about. into more details about it. <laughs> By the time we finish up, Jen's going to be the super uber coder. She's going to take over bbitwise.com and do all the programming for us. Don't mind. Okay. Don't mind her now. <laughs> Closet. Nerd. We're going to be calling you nerd. That's right. That's One right. One of these days. She's going to have her own nerd moment. Don't worry. It's coming. Exactly. It's coming. It's you gotta, you gotta bring up boy bands or something, along, dude. That's the thing. That's <laughs> is, right. is that what it, boy bands and or 90s, Jason Aldean uh-huh. at least? Just 90s R&B, Jason Aldean. There you go. Bring there, okay, something like that. There you go. No, got it. So that's never gonna happen. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we can pretty much put that out. There. All right. Well, well, thank you guys so much for for contributing that. And if, I know I don't introduce it every time, but that's our segment we call "Say What," and we just talk about you know all kinds of technology, give you some background and history. portion and we just kind of just do a kind of a geek out kind of thing we just kind of talk about some geek stuff now i'm going to talk about or bring up uh, the fact and this isn't really quite geek this is popular culture but it's um i don't know if you guys heard that the kanye west just put out a new album um Mm -hmm. and the reason why i'm bringing it up is it's interesting that he puts out an album that is about i think it's 27 minutes long and has seven songs on it okay think about you go into a, uh, a music shop years ago when they actually existed, and you would actually go in and buy a physical mm-hmm. CD. Think about how angry you would be <laughs> if you bought this CD and all it had was 27 minutes worth of music on it. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking a lot about the fact that now with the way we get music delivered to us, that's not as big a deal. I know I personally use Google Music. Um, so I pay the uh, – well, I got in like at the very beginning, so I pay seven ninety nine a month for my music. So I don't care if he comes out with an album that has three songs on it or seven or 27 songs on it. I'm like, hey, it's just new music. Exactly. I don't feel like I got shafted because Mm -hmm. he doesn't have as much music on there. Um, His uh, uh, other artist on his his production company, Pusha T, um, did the, the same thing. Um, basically at Kanye's behest and put out an album that was like, I think also seven songs. And I was just thinking about the fact that how music delivery or content delivery for music has changed our feelings about getting these short albums. I remember Mm Jay-Z put an album that was, I mean, he put out that, what was that? I think it was called 444. Uh, When he put out that album, that was a pretty short album. 
and I was just thinking about, you know, do you guys, if somebody puts out an album that you're excited about, do you guys get ex- get <laughs> upset if it's a short album? Or do you guys just like, hey, I don't care as long as they put out new content? I don't really listen to entire albums anyway. Really? Only mm-hmm. just specific songs. See, I was mm-hmm. thinking about that too. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't really get that, you know, strung up on trying to listen to an entire album its entirety like I used to either. <laughs> I don't um, feel shafted, nor do I, honestly, doesn't even phase me. I right. just listen to the songs and those are the ones that are on my playlist. Right. I like them. Now, and do you use Spotify? Spotify or? Okay. and Pandora. And Pandora. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. What about you, Beaver? So me, I, I use Spotify. Uh-huh. But most of the time when I... When, when new music comes out from an artist that I like, I'll give it a listen to the entire mm-hmm. album, kind yeah. of make my own judgment. Mm-hmm. And if I enjoy it enough, I'll contribute to that artist and buy the album. Right, right. But it's just, hey, that's cool. I want them to make more music, so I'm going to give them a little bit more cash to keep continuing making more music. There you go. But at the same time, yeah, at this stage of the game, how there's streaming radio and streaming music, I don't care whether they're going to be like 27 minutes, 52, as long as... For me, the main point is as long as they put together good music. Right, right. quality stuff, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. If, yeah. It'll, if at a certain point I'm like, I'm not paying money for any of this stuff, I'm cutting this this person out, mm-hmm. I'm, you're done. Right. Anyway, I just was thinking a lot about that. Um, you know, and I remember when uh, Beyonce put out Lemonade, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. was a whole different you know, distribution that she did. And, um, and nowadays, um, let's see, was it her... I think she was the first one that put out these like surprise, like almost like ambush like releases yeah. where it's like yep. you didn't even know something was coming out. And it's just like boom, it's in your face. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're like, oh, hey, uh, there's an album available. Um, but anyway, I just find it interesting that, you know, the day and age we live in where when somebody puts out content, it's not the way it was back in the mm-hmm. day where you had to like right. press CDs or press LPs back yep. in the day. You know, those are records for the for the youngins out mm-hmm. there. Um, you know, that it, it, where you would you know have to wait for this record to be released and then it had to get delivered to the store yeah. that was near you. And you have to go and, you know, mm-hmm. bike up there and go get the record and whatever. So um, I just find it interesting that, you know, nowadays with instant delivery of music, it's like the music comes out and we're just like, hey, as long as it's quality mm-hmm. and we like it, you know, mm-hmm. we're good with it. So, right. Anyway, I just want to have a quick, talk, quick talk about that, just because I just, again, I just find it um, interesting the day and age we live in, where this, uh, you know, they have changed the model of how we get our, get our content delivered right. to us. So. Always so, something. It is always something. Ever evolving. Protector. I broke my glasses on purpose so I could take them together. Go back to Reddit and type stuff no one will see. You're a geek. That means you're just a hipster wannabe. That's right, I'm a geek. I've got brains and a personality. I wear my glasses sincerely and my t-shirts ironically. There's some things you can't learn in a class or else I'll sign you up for intro to how not to be a social outcast. You're just so early 2013. I was the cool form of... Um, I'm sorry to say that we had no ice cream deliveries come through today. So um, You know, every day we're going to keep a lookout for the ice cream Aww. man. Um, hopefully, special guest ice cream man. One day. Uh, one day. <laughs> we're um, going to chase him down. Yeah, exactly. We're going to bring him in here. And we're going to refer to him as ICM. I don't want to know his real name. I'm just going to be like, hey, ICM, how you doing, ICM. man? Just come in here, sit down, <laughs> chit-chat with us about tech. And then, you know, when he calls the police later, we're going to be like, hey, we didn't mean anything by it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I, of course, I call all you guys my, 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 my big and little bits or my bits and bites. Either way, though, but this uh, this is the end of our this week's show. Um, again, thank you guys so much for joining in. Um, we hope you learned a lot about, uh, you know, the web, how it came about and how it, you know, came into what it is. Um, think a lot about, you know, how it's changed your lifestyle, about how, you know, you've maybe started multitasking more or maybe you're not as productive as you used to be because of the web. Just kind of, you know, be thinking about how it's impacted your life individually. And, then, of course, you know, we gave, gave some um, some insights, some rants about, you know, the the ways you should be going out there and programming properly, people. Come on now. <laughs> you know. Don't help, don't don't have, don't have the Beaven police come after come you. Follow Beaven's <laughs> law. Alright, guys. Remember to learn something new every day. Hope you hope you guys are gonna join us next week. So tune in next week and let's, let's all, all be, be bitwise. bitwise. Bye. Bye.
Are we recording? Oh, yeah. I, I always, had, I always start it. recording first because I have to do sound checks and tests and everything like that. So The little tap, tap, tap. Uh, yeah, so... And then this time I was like, I'm going to make sure I switch this over. So it was actually a timer. So we know exactly how much time has elapsed. Because last time I had to like sit there and divide it out in my head. And I was like, nope. And I had told you guys, I was like, oh, yeah, we're like in 45 minutes after splicing and stuff. And I put the musical stuff in mm-hmm. there. We're like right under an hour. Oh, wow. So, what? yeah, we were right wow. under an hour last Holy go around. Cow. I would have so, never thought that. Yeah, I know. I, that's, that's exactly what happened <laughs> to me. I was like, there's no way we're at an that's hour. Yeah, sure enough, we were at an hour. Yeah, I thought so. we had 30 minutes. Me uh, too. Most. I was like, we'll be lucky to have uh-huh. 30. Oh, that's man. It's crazy. It went by. Uh, yeah. But there was so much. We had so much conversational stuff. We were talking about the um, the news and the cockroach milk and yes. all that stuff. That Yeah, it, it really it Beaven, went, who did you tell about by. that this week? The cockroach milk. I haven't told anybody because I wanted them to listen to the podcast. <laughs> You're like, nice. listen to the podcast and we find out about, about the new type of milk people are yes, drinking. The, the new superfood. All I can say is cockroach milk. Check out the podcast. That's, That's right. right. That's what I'll do to promote it. There you go. You Have you more? heard of cockroach milk? No. <laughs> <laughs> so now that I know what's up, we can I can start pointing people in that direction. There you go. You're I like, did hear about a spider that lived to be 43 years old, and I thought maybe they drank cockroach yeah. milk. Yeah. You know? They pull their, you know, little victims down into their little hole, and I'm like, could have been a cockroach. Oh, that's a trapdoor spider. Dude. Yes, Those it things is. Freaky looking. Yep, yep, Forty-three. Forty-three. Years I remember reading old. that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. What the world? I wonder how big this thing was. I mean, how big was They're this spider? They're not that big. No. It, so it didn't like four grow? Centim- well, the opening to the hole, I think they said four centimeters, so the spider can't be much bigger. <clears throat> uh-huh. But the interesting thing that I saw was the spider literally lays out a welcome mat when they're mating. Like, she made a welcome mat. The the scientists that observed her from the 70s mm-hmm. on wow. saw her build a welcome mat. <laughs> I was like... That's just weird. That is weird. That is really, really weird. That's crazy. That sounds like that bird of paradise. Do you ever see uh, Planet Earth? Mm-hmm. You know, there's that bird of paradise and it goes down... And it cleans up this like little area, like it's like takes like every like little straw or twig or whatever it doesn't like, mm-hmm. it just like gets rid of it. And then once it's right, then it does that little dance. Little and dance. So funny. Yep. Come over. Mm-hmm. That's right. See, oh so the spider gosh. was basically doing that. Still getting it up after forty three years. Good job, spider. <laughs> Good job, spider. <laughs> I <Right>. guess. <laughs> I guess. All right. So we ready to do episode two? We're ready. All right. So. 